0: Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? No! Now on with the show! The Joe Mays and j Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to The Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show.
1: Boring.
0: A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? With a focus on football.
1: Second to go. <laughs> got it. Touchdown. This guy has had some years. Al, I've got to tell you, in a pressure situation, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup? Wow, what a drive. Fourth and one. Burrow trying to keep it going, gets spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play. And guess who? Guess of course. Who? I mean you ain't have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. When Everything was on the line for the Rams. Yes, we know it was Aaron Donald. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal.
0: Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Rap show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff.
1: Yeah, it's uh, great to be here. Um, you know, we, man, what a postseason we had. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's good to be back, and lots to talk about in the sports world. Kind of all over the place, but lots to talk about.
0: So. Yeah, lots to talk about, and what we're going to do is uh, talk about the next NFL season instead of any of that other stuff. Uh now I mean we might touch on th- some things here and there but I mean you anyone that's listening or watching live or after the fact knows that this is predominantly a pro football show by and large. We will probably take a few detours over the next few months but the NFL gets our attention and we're you know we're only a week away from the Super Bowl and we need to recap that. And, you know, take an early look at next season, but like Justin said, a lot of other stuff was going on, uh, both in professional sports here in the United States and also abroad featuring our Olympic athletes, which since we last did the show, the Olympics have come and gone, like completely like started and ended.
1: We're watching last night, Um, Jim and I were working on kind of like organizing some of the kid chaos that, you know, just kind of like expands and fills the house. You know how that goes? Oh, yeah. I know. We have the Olympics on and. They mentioned something like, "Oh, and the last event of these Olympics." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And then I thought, "I'm like, well, wow, they have been going on for a couple of weeks, but right. like, it just seemed to fly by." Um, yeah, I
0: mean, I I watched Kelly and I watched a lot. Um, I like winter more than she does. She's more of a summer Olympics person. So we both got it in the last year. Right, which to watch is awesome. both um, not it's not crazy a common to think occurrence. Back,
1: like that's how it used to be
0: right that yeah the, i think it changed in what 92 or 94 Something there was like something that. That, that things things changed but uh yeah uh you know the united states i think did pretty typical you know finishing in the around the top 5 yeah. maybe pushing top how 3 like norway
1: is like insane i mean so it's good. not surprising but just like the sheer total Right. you know i looked i think norway has a population of like 5.3 million Smaller than our city, right? It reminds me of this thing that I saw just the other night. That's like it was. It was this like documentary thing on like L.A. and it just said like L.A. County. Now counties in California are different than they are in Pennsylvania. They're much bigger to begin with, but like L.A. County has more people than forty three of the fifty states in the U.S. Like, like just but you know you look at like L.A. has more people than Norway, right? By a lot. Like it's not close. Now, not saying there's a lot of winter Olympic training going on in Southern California, but um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. You see some of these um, countries, uh, you know, do really well and traditionally do really well. It's not like Norway is coming out of nowhere to, to dominate the winter Olympics. No, they're it's, it's routinely a, there at right, the top, but uh, right.
0: Germany, usually very good yeah. showing. Um, United States, you know, and we've seen China and whatever Russia has to be competing as because they can't get out of their own Which way. Which is a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it always is. But we talked a little bit about the hockey at the Olympics two weeks ago. Because yeah. technically the opening ceremonies were the Friday um, before the Pro Bowl weekend yeah. in the NFL. So we had a show that weekend. And I got really angry about the timing of the yeah. hockey games and – I still feel was completely warranted and I sent you a tweet and and it has come out since then that the gold medal game in the, the women's tournament, which surprise, surprise was the United States versus Canada. Like no one saw that coming. It started at 1110 Eastern time.
1: It drew 3.4
0: million viewers.
1: Which is an insane number for an 11 o'clock It was start. the
0: most watched hockey game in three years, or nearly three years. And that includes all American broadcasts of NHL games, including the Stanley Cup playoffs and finals. It
1: doesn't really surprise... it. So, if I, I'd have to think back through what some of the Stanley Cup matchups were. Um, if the Capitals fall into that range, that may surprise me a little bit, but... I guess not completely, um, but that it—it it doesn't surprise me that they it put up a huge number. I was happy to see that it put up such a big number, which was well, awesome. And to the point you raised, like
0: that was the an East Coast was asleep. Right. And not just the east coast of the United States. I mean we talked about right. the majority of the Canadian population. Yeah. The biggest cities are in eastern or central, I believe. Right. Yeah. So that's either eleven ten or ten ten right. you know, eastern or central time.
1: Yeah. It crazy. just seems
0: like a mistake. You start that two hours earlier, that number's bigger. Yeah, that's probably a third I, to fifty percent bigger. I could see that topping five million. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, and a
1: close a close Like, competitive game, and you start to draw in those numbers at the end. Like, I doubt the numbers climbed late in that game, like you normally see for some of them, because no one's like, I shouldn't say no one, but I would imagine the trend does not support many people flipping around at, like, 1230, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time. And being like, oh, hey, what competitive games are on right now? Right, because like, nah, it's, it's generally like, – unless you're the, watching West right, Coast basketball the, the or the football The people games. that wanted to be watching were already watching by right. 1 in the morning. Is what? I'm no, saying. you're right
0: there, for sure. So it's disappointing that the timing worked out that way. I yeah. watched every single women's and men's American hockey game that started at 8.10 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I got to watch, I think – Four uh, women's games and only one men's game because well, yeah. they did really well. They l- were in the do- leading they up were to the playoffs, out. and then they played at eleven ten at night against right. Slovakia, and they lost in a shootout. And yeah. they had to win just that one game to get to the medal round, right. <laughs> and and they couldn't and they couldn't do it, right. which is disappointing. I mean, they had a great showing initially, right? They played, they were playing really well, but they 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 lost a game that. Really mattered. I mean, they won. They beat Canada in the in the round robin, which was yeah. excellent. But Canada didn't medal either. They no. lost the, the few hours after the U.S. did. Yeah. So congratulations to Finland for winning their first gold well, medal. I'm in glad. I'm
1: glad Finland won. Yeah, because they were playing essentially Russia and ROC. Yeah. Which. So, mm, yeah. Well, that that's, that really irks me. But
0: growing up, I always thought that. Um, the Iceland hockey team would pose more of a, yeah. a, a direct threat I was, I was towards, to uh, towards gold medal to against much an American opponent, but I don't know. Apparently that's not the case. Yeah. So um, Maybe Gordon Bombay switched to uh, Finland <laughs> and uh, changed his allegiance, but... Yeah, so the Olympics were fun. It, it was it's it's always a nice thing to have on during the day, whether it's at work at the shops. we would just throw whatever on or like the hockey when it was live at eight in the morning. That was great. I'm mean, like been at been at work for a few hours and I can turn on and watch Olympic hockey. That's amazing. And even like on the weekends, just turn on one of the channels that had there's like four channels that had it either live stuff or replays on almost twenty four seven. You could just have it on. You could be there doing whatever. We could be playing a card game with the girls and just have some skiing is happening in the background. So I really do. And I love the Olympics. So it's, I feel like disappointing that we have to wait. Two I feel years like, now.
1: and I've seen this going around. Like, I'm not saying this is my original thought, but I felt this way for a long time. They should definitely throw out like normal people into the events. Not, I'm not just saying to like in you the a finals, ranking, but just like to have it out there to show you like, Oh, a typical person does this. So like, it, this is only related at the, Most extreme levels, but like, I think about like, um, when I was coaching in, in the aquatic realm, um, like one of the things I learned when I was doing like lifeguard certification and stuff. And then I, it actually came up again this year, but the red cross says more than 50% of Americans cannot swim 25 yards and get out of the pool. If there aren't like steps Oh, that's sad. And right. And and so they they talk about this in terms of like being able to swim as like a life skill. But like I think about that. Like think about those swimmers. Now like, I'm
0: sitting here and doubting, right, can I can right. I do that? <laughs> so
1: you think about the swimmers, right? Who are like swimming like really fast, but they're all really fast. So you're like, oh, okay. But like if you threw an average person out there, they might not be able to make it the length of the 50 yard or fifty meter pool. Um, you know, so like just things like that, or you know, you put someone out there with the Hundred meter dash, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't be halfway. No, the average person wouldn't be halfway when they're finishing. And I know there's people who are like, "Well, I could." No, you can't. No, don't. No, can. I don't and, want to and, hear it. And like that applies to the things where you think, like, "Oh, like I, I like watching the curling. I oh, like. I love curling. curling yeah. And, and I think some of the appeal is, it's like, oh, we could do that. We could learn to and, do that. And and we could learn." we i would not be an olympian i don't know how good i would be at curling but i'm just going to go out on a limb and guess that i wouldn't be among the best handful of americans at curling just because the sheer numbers of it aren't very likely but like you know you see something like that you're like oh i could do that you know no you no i couldn't no i couldn't i could you go you might and be play. able to do that can you do it at that level? Right. No, absolutely not. Right. Now, the things I look about at, like, I'm like, the speed skating stuff. First of all, I wouldn't be able to, like, not break my ankle. And if I did break my ankle, then, like, that sharp blade on the bottom of my foot like might start slicing everyone. Like, that's, that might not work. Or, like, imagine sending someone off the ski jump. But, like. Oh, well, yeah. No, that's a. Right. But, like, or, like, when they show the pictures of, like, the bobsled, like, turns. And they show the people standing at the bottom. And it's, like, basically 90 degrees. Like or I guess parallel yeah. to them, not 90 degrees. Like it's just insane. You know, I think it kind of gets lost because they're all so good at what they do. Um, but it is really just absolutely amazing to see the athletes and kind of what, what they go through and what they're trying to, to achieve. And the smallest little details make, make the difference at that level. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. it. It's, a, it's always fun exper- experience uh, to watch uh, the athletes compete, and obviously we're, at least in this house, we're always cheering on the American athletes, and we always are wondering where they are, but um, it is entertaining to watch the best of the best, you know, especially in, like, the crazy stuff on – skis and snowboards, like yeah. the speed or the elements, you know, it's like yeah. kind of watching the uh, skateboard stuff in the summer right? of like, like flipping and like, right. just it, the stuff
1: they're doing. You're like,
0: I just I sit there. Well, and like, yeah, I, I start, start thinking
1: through, I'm like, how do you learn to do that? Like, and I know how you just, you start probably when you're young and you just do it over and over and over again. But you think about it, how many times has that person fallen hard, you know, yeah. or like, or like, yeah. <laughs> so
0: that, fourth wall was broken for me for gymnastics recently okay. because okay. Haley is in gymnastics okay. now and you know, they're basic rudimentary introduction stuff yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. the equipment. And a lot of it is just glorified obstacle courses, yeah, yeah. but it's learning tumbling and catching and, and you know, just being comfortable with these are the things you're going to be on if you Continue this if you pursue it into the future. She's having a blast. She loves it, which awesome. I'm ha- Kelly and I are super thrilled that she found something that right. she's having right. so much fun with. But next to the area that the young kids are, the older kids probably, I don't know, I want to say like right around early teenage years, mm-hmm. like probably they're probably like 12 to 14 ish, right? G- guessing, but they're, they're practicing you know, before we get there and after we leave, like they're there for hours, every every night I assume. But I'm seeing the coach like walk them through certain aspects that I was like, Oh, that's how they get comfortable with that. Oh, that's it, you know, they'll put like they're running down and doing jumps and flips, but he'll catch them you know at like the hip and guide them to land them properly and then you know they'll proceed and they'll do that just with the pad and not him and then eventually they'll get rid of everything it's just the floor you know it was it's very interesting to see they do the same thing with the bars and the beam like there's there's introductory then there's like coach assisted then there's padding assisted and then it's you're, you're there and then that's just you know very basic that i've just seen over the last two months of uh Kelly or, or me taking right. Haley there. Uh, but it was interesting because I always thought, I was like, how do you learn to do those things? Right. I mean, it makes complete sense because you think about any sport that you play. Right. Right. That's always kind of the lead up. It's all taking the training wheels off, slowly right. you know, ramping up the intensity. But I, actually getting to see that happen with gymnastics now. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So I think about the same thing, watching the skiers and the snowboarders do the half pipe stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or that, that like slope style where they're like yeah. flying down a course and just doing ridiculous stuff. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, it's so very entertaining. I just think about the times I've gone skiing and you hit like something and like part of the skis might be off the ground and you're like, oh my gosh. You know, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just, every time they would go up the side of the half pipe, I would just be like, He's, they're going to, they're going to crash. They're <laughs> going to hit the side and crash. And on, more often than not, they didn't. And I was happy for them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So that's fun. It's probably over now. Um, I think closing ceremonies are happening at the as we speak at least the tape delayed version. Um, but yeah, congratulations to the athletes and everyone that um, competed and I'm sure we'll be hearing about um, doping stuff for years cuz I think we just heard what was it the Great Britain British Great Britain the British team from one of the events in the summer I think was it at rio was it or was it no because i think it was it was it was dated it was back like they just got like their silver medal stripped or something like that for a doping thing. that was like six years ago right you know oh it's a mess we could have an entire show about uh governing bodies oh, yeah. in in the olympics and the, the national committees and the international com- com- community yeah. and um but that's not what we're here for we're here to talk football a um, few other things happening though. Um, congratulations to the Penn State wrestling team, undefeated yeah. in dual season. Yeah, um, the shutout today. Beat up it was on was it Ryder? Ryder. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, so it was they, interesting. So two weeks ago they had the duel in the BJC. Um, Ohio State. Yeah, and they whooped them really good. They won eight bouts to two, I think, or maybe seven to three, but they, I think, eight to two. They really whooped them. Um. And they were down a couple guys. So that was really incredible. Um, but they said, like, Kale has really worked his schedules like this, where their only duel between then and Big 10s was today. <laughs> um, they don't, he, you know, they really have a chance. But you know what? Like, a couple weeks ago, Carter Sarochi was hurt while well, he wrestled today. You know, like, uh, Brady Berge had dropped down. Yeah, to I was going to say he's in a
0: new weight class. So,
1: like, which is gonna be interesting for a seating, but like could really be interesting for Penn State. That could really be a, a, a boost too to already the number when, one team.
0: When does the um, Big Ten tournament start? I think the Big Ten tournament So the next is weekend?
1: E- no, I don't think it's next week. I think it's the weekend after, we get after. yeah. And where is it this year? <sighs> I don't know where I, I didn't Ten's look are. that up yet. I know uh NCAs are in Detroit this year. Okay. So
0: well, that's all happening over the next month. Yeah, we got yep. uh, the Big Ten yep. tournament and then the, uh, the National usually, tournament. Usually,
1: usually the NCAAs are the opening weekend of March Madness. Right. Yeah. Oh man,
0: March is always March is always a fun month. I'm always excited yeah. to to get out of February. That January well, say February like, time period It's crazy.
1: Like, I know it rolls into the following week, but like this is the last full week of February coming yeah, up. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I Growing up, I think we had this conversation, whether it was on air or off. Growing up, you know, loved the winter and the snow and whatnot. But, like, as a, as a, a grown-up, a homeowner, a parent, like, you understand your parents' feeling towards snow real fast. Um, right. I always want, so, and Kelly's been saying the whole winter, I want one good snow for the kids to enjoy. But then, it, like, like after that, it can be right. do nothing. Um, we haven't gotten that yet. Right. Well, it was, yeah.
1: yeah at least and here. I hope, I hope that. Yeah, I kind of hope that's how it goes. Like, <laughs> I know I feel bad for my kids a little bit, but I don't know that I feel bad enough. Looks like we, we, <laughs>
0: we, uh, I met, um, I took the girls and met my sister and Logan, right? at Brennanman Park the one day to go sledding because we we're like, hey, this might, because well, I remember when you did it, I'm like, oh, come on, it will absolutely
1: get more, but you never,
0: you never know. We, we haven't really. And the girls that's did right. go out the other day where we got that, was it? last weekend where we got like yeah. a lot of snow on grass but yes. all the all yes. the uh, cement um, there was nothing yeah. but they quick built like a little snowman so right. they got that done right. and um, good for them but January yeah. and February are just oh, it's just so tough with the weather and yeah. it's post holidays and if it's not it wasn't for family birthdays and NFL playoffs and Super Bowl January and February would just be like nope, I'm just <laughs> out done. Uh, just have never been great months. Um, so I'm always excited when the calendar flips to to March and then you get the March Madness. And usually we're looking forward to baseball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows if that'll happen? I don't know. Speaking of, oh my gosh. I, I, I'm pretty sure we discussed this. And again... Justin and I are just recording a conversation right now. We're not doing this for the show. Let me just We thought people maybe would like to listen to our normal conversation. So we say stuff all the time. I don't even remember if it was on the show or if it was in our text thread <laughs> or what. But it came up at the shop the other day. I believe it was my Uncle Dennis was there. And we were... It ended up talking about leading to baseball. I think it was him. And I said, how bad or the Phillies last year when they weren't like that bad, but think about you had the NL MVP and the NL Cy Young runner up on your team should have
1: won the Cy Young.
0: Right. And they were essentially 500, right? They were right in that. Like I, 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 after they fell apart at the end of the year, like they have so many times over the last five years, I just, it's so frustrating. But then every, we all got on board of Bryce gets the MVP. That's what right, we want right. to see. Bryce is the MVP. And he, and he, and he was, and he is um, Wheeler was a runner up for the Cy Young, but think of like a team with the best positional batter in the national league. And arguably the best pitcher for that season in national league. You don't even make the playoffs. Right. I, I feel like that's hard to do I, without going back and looking at, the, you know, the history of right. NL MVP and or any NLAL it doesn't matter. To have someone finish first and second of the two biggest rewards and have the team not sniff the no, playoffs. Maybe not, it happens more often. Yeah, but not very often. I, I feel like you can't. So that that's incredibly disappointing. But it was a down year from Nola and so many of the other positional guys. Yeah. Yeah, it, they just couldn't overcome it. So
1: I do like that they kind of shifted gears and have some retooling in the in the farm system, which is much needed. So
0: I saw the athletic had an article yeah. about the was it batting development? Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. yeah, I didn't get to read it yet, so I want I want to get on. So that. yeah, they're they're basically retooling
1: how the they whole. do anything from the yeah. ground up. Yeah, which is good because the, it fire. hasn't
0: worked for a decade now. Right. Well, over I mean. We're literally celebrating a decade since I went to spring training, and that was the spring after the spring last training, good Phillies team. Spring training
1: is so awesome. Clearwater,
0: awesome. what you what at the time was Bright House Field. I don't yeah. think it is anymore. No, no, it's something else. But I went to spring training in March 2012, and that was the kickoff of this decade long of mediocre or terrible Phillies teams, right. because we were coming off that great. I mean, I even go all the way back to like what was it, oh five, oh six where they were yeah. you could see them getting
1: better. And actually that started way back in like oh four, I think. Right. It was like when they moved over and Jimmy Rollins got called up. Like Jimmy Rollins played his first games as a professional the end of the last year in the vet. I think it was the first games, but like his first meaningful time. And then he was up when they started. I mean, this was back when Larry was the coach, Park. I believe. Right. And then they're like, let's right. go. Yes. Yeah, c- CBP opened going. in oh
0: four. Right.
1: Things and got better in 05. In they 06, missed out in 06. In 06, yeah. they traded Bobby Abreu. Yeah. And, we all thought, and, and, we're like, well, and, and, we're done. And Gillick, who I went on to love. But Gillick's like, well, what do you expect? We're not going to compete anytime soon. Oh, oh. You can imagine how well that went over in Philly. Needless to say, it, it all came out. together. And the next year, they start. Well, they're building with all those homegrown pieces, too. But they hit on some of the Rule 5 guys, like Jason Worth and Victorino. And then... Yeah, you start filling well, in, and
0: you you essentially created Carlos Ruiz, yeah. Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins. Rollins, and then you were adding in um, Cole Hamels. Right. You were adding in pieces like eventually Brad Lidge, right. um, Pedro Feliz. Um, well, Pat Burrell was a homegrown guy, you know. Um, and they're just adding pieces here and there you know and the first when the first got started Aaron Rowand was the center fielder and he's a yeah. guy that'll always be um loved in Philadelphia yeah. um but that's that's
1: where it all started and
0: uh, it'll, it be fun, it'll be five fun to great like
1: get that get rolling in that in that direction again
0: that like right. 6 year season from 06 through 2011 was crazy and we got you know the 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 peak in 2008 will never be forgotten but it's it is tough now to think like we are painfully close to being the same distance from 08 as we were from 08 to 93 like 93 was the now I know everyone 80 was the world series championship but like in our terms because we were like first time early Philly fans with that 93 team and then we had to wait to see them be good for well, fourteen years to make the playoffs, right. fifteen to get to win the right. World Series, and guess what? Well, this is the fourteenth year wow. post fifteen years and a work stoppage in between. <laughs> hey, next year's our year. I'm <laughs> I'm up for it. Um, so I know, but who knows if baseball even get on get out of their own way to uh,
1: to get like, back on the field? It's frustrating because I'm like, if there's a sport that can't afford, can't get, well, can't get out of their own way, like finds ways. like if there's a sport that is out of their way, but would find a way to trip up over something, it's baseball. It's yeah. baseball. And there's there's plenty of blame to go around in lots of different ways, but I have zero confidence in Rob Manfred just from multiple, multiple things. It was the mic. At least it wasn't the cards yet. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, like Rob Manfred has really not shown me anything that makes me think like, oh, he's the guy you need in leadership roles to make this happen. Yeah, Like I can, I can, and this is usually more in the text thing, but like I can disagree with things that Goodell does a lot, but like, I understand what he's doing and he's going to, he's going to make it work because he's, he and the NFL are very good at making it work. I look at baseball and I'm like, um, Rob Manfred is maybe the guy who makes this more difficult than it has to be. And I say that about, Almost every decision that they seem to make, he seems to make it more difficult than it has to be. And that's not what you need when you need a guy who's bringing both sides, quote-unquote, together to keep things moving, you know? Yeah. Um, now, I know they're scheduled to talk, I think, daily this week. So, it's, hey, it's about time. But I, I feel like, man, they really missed out on an opportunity and i understand that like there's no real sense of urgency until it's there is a sense of urgency but like you look at what an opportunity they missed to not like either in that week leading up to the super bowl or like not the monday but like the tuesday after the super bowl be like yeah. we've got a deal pitchers and catchers are reporting tomorrow and like you know what i mean like you let the super bowl have its moment and then and then the big news thing becomes Baseball, is, baseball back, is back and everybody's yeah. excited. You, you basically jumpstart your spring training talk. It gets a little disrupted by the NBA trade deadline and stuff like that. But like you've got people thinking baseball again. And now you're just kind of people are sitting around and basketball is going to take up their share, you know, which it kind of does this time of year anyway. But, yeah, I, I feel like you're missing out on that opportunity. But,
0: yeah, I feel like we could do an episode.
1: I of- say that like I will watch. Like I will watch. Like I'm not. I'm not like. Oh, you know. Like I'm not gonna watch. No. Oh I'm, no. I'm gonna watch. Like when it's on, I'll watch.
0: Yeah. But and, uh,
1: and I, I'm, I'm ready for it to be on. I'm ready for pitchers and catchers to be down there. I'm ready for all that stuff. But we'll see.
0: Like because the Flyers have been so inconsistent oh, or poor gosh. for the last ten years, April and May have become April, May, and June are prime Phillies yeah. viewing times for me. Like I, especially when the Phillies haven't been good. Like even when they're not good. I still watch them April, May, June, you know, right. leading up to the All-Star break for sure. Now, once the All-Star break comes and goes the 4th of July's interview mirror, I'm also, usually like football. right? I'm like, well, it's time. Right,
1: football guys start reporting. And right. All that stuff. So like, it's right. like,
0: so, and when the Flyers are good, it, it's Flyers in the spring. Right. And then... But they're just—they're not good. It's tough. They're tough to watch. Um, they're talking about getting rid of Giroux, you know, because it's like, what's the point?
1: Um, right. We're trying. And to I, retool. I hate that, but I'm also like, he deserves so much better than what the Flyers yeah. can give. Well, him they, right I now. saw
0: the talk was about right. him going to Colorado. Perfect. I love Colorado. Like, I've yeah. nothing against the Avalanche. Yeah. They've always were like. I agree. My like two, my two, I my like number it. two team. My Let's, sister gets to go to games every hey, now and then. Yeah, like, That—that
1: uh, that sounds like awesome. Her, to Her me. boss is a huge.
0: Colorado Avalanche. Is he? Yeah. Well, I I just, I always, uh, I always enjoy the ones, you know, I wasn't a Quebec Nordiques fan, but when they moved to Colorado, it was one of those things. It's like the flyers they're always good. I needed a team on the other conference and I hated the Red Wings. So, um, You know, anyone, any team that could uh, beat the Red Wings and prevent them from winning a Stanley right. Cup, I was all about it. And I always loved uh, th- that logo they came up with at the Avalanche going yeah. down the A. It's just just cool when growing up when they moved there and um, to see some of those guys win it right. with the Avalanche, like Ray Bork. Right. Like, that was a big well, thing growing right. up. And that's like, yeah, if, if they could
1: get... They could add Giroud to that team. Right, add Giroud to that team, and if like if it could work out for Drew too, you know like yeah. he deserves it. Like he's Yeah.
0: I mean I I what's what's left for him to prove? Like he's done all that he can. You know, right. he was a young superstar and we weren't able to ever it's get Matt over Matt Stafford, that. Um, man. Yeah. It's Matt Stafford. I mean, he he became the like he wasn't the guy in that 2010 run. No. It wasn't supposed to be, but he that was like he was breaking out at the, that that yeah. 2010 te- team. And then all of a sudden the, they the went through that overhaul and made him the face, which was great, but they never couldn't the pieces around him. Most of the time were revolving around goaltending. Like those early years, yeah. it would flyers were were good, just not good enough. And I uh, they just uh, they can't get out of their own way. They're gonna ruin Carter Hart too yep. S- yep. sooner or later. But um on to less depressing things. Uh Zach Thomas didn't make the Hall of Fame again. <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Not where I thought you were going with <laughs> so, the president.
0: Um, so we are not going to Canton in in August. Um, maybe next. Maybe the next year. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Although now I'm just having a. Maybe we'll go for Kelsey's. Now I'm having a crisis. Is we were just talking about doing a family vacation, and it would be the like the first weekend in August of 2023, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh well, that's not great timing. Book it. Zach Thomas <laughs> is getting
1: in next year. <laughs>
0: That would that would be how it would work out. Yeah, but here, I, so the vacation wouldn't get me closer to Canton either. <laughs> Probably, it would get so, me farther away. So here's away. the
1: thing: I know that like while you would love to be there, if that was the trade off, if you were like, if I right. booked the vacation, yeah. if it meant him getting in, you would you'd pause the show and go book the vacation right now. I would. Yeah. Right. No, and, that, and I understand like that makes sense to me as well. I, 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 I really
0: wanted to be there when he gets inducted because he deserves to be inducted. It's absurd to me that he's not getting in and looking at the class that's going in this year, it makes me even more angry because right. I feel like I just feel like he keeps getting snubbed and overlooked. And right. when you talk to Hall of Fame offensive linemen that played against him and they're all like, he's there's no reason he shouldn't be right. in. Um, but I don't want to sit here and dwell and I don't want to, belittle the people who got in either because i'm not saying they're not deserving it's just my biased view is zach thomas was more important or better than the guys some of them that they're putting in this year
1: um well when jason kelsey goes in well hey if i don't get
0: to go see zach thomas well i would have loved to go see dawkins that would have
1: been cool i feel like jason kelsey his speech (laughs) could be epic who knows what we're
0: gonna get could be epic but uh well, see, the, well, the way I look at it that way is if, if he gets in next year and that vacation is that same weekend and I don't get to go see him get him in enshrined the then whenever we go see an eagle get in, I'm hoping Zach will return and be as oh, part be of that. And then right I, Then, right. I, then, yeah, I, that could, then I could uh, maybe get his autograph then. or say In person, I have Zach Thomas autographs, but I have never so – I'm not the one that has gotten them.
1: A That's, buddy of mine in, in college, like full disclosure, have not talked to the person since college. But – uh, a friend of mine in college um, played at Canton McKinley, right? In Canton. Um, and, like, his – I think his uncle was maybe the mayor of Canton. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah, they would get to all this, like, VIP stuff, like, whenever things would come into town and, like, remind it – it, I remember this because, like – the all-star game had been in Cleveland. Hmm. Like the, the, sorry, the NBA all-star game was in Cleveland just like it was this year. And he, he, got to sit like courtside for like the skills competition and stuff like that. Like, because that's, awesome. that's cool. See, yeah. Like, so like, and I, NBA all-star game was this weekend in Cleveland and it just made me think of those things again. But um, yeah, like, yeah, I joke about that, but like, I, I look at Zach Thomas and I feel that way about Kelsey. Like, that's how I feel and like you throw the things in it's like where are the stats and like everyone else who has the stats that he has is in and i and i send those to you about kelsey all the time like i think like of all the centers that have been four time all pros all pro yeah like 11 of them are in the hall of fame and he's the 12th and obviously he's still playing or something right. like that i don't know the exact one but i'm just like oh gosh don't let this be this situation for <laughs> But, well, it's 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 crazy to me that now
0: this has only rose to the top fairly recently. Like I had always hoped, but knew that Zach Thomas would be get snubbed because he never got the headlines that Ray Lewis and Brian Urlacher got. And I never understood it. And I've posted on a variety of online platforms well before we started this podcast, even of like the comparison of everything you could possibly do. Um, but it's been he's been retired for 13 years, so I think he has. Is it seven more years? Is it 20 or 30 where they cut you off and put you into the senior pool? I forget what it is. But then you get
1: into the other.
0: But like Like and they were talking about. I think it was was it Leroy Butler? Maybe one of someone who's going in this year. Oh, maybe it was Sam Mills. Okay, I think so. I think it's you have 20 years. I I guess is that after your five year wait, I think it's after
1: your five year. You have wait. twenty,
0: so it's a tw- like a twenty five year wait. Five of them you can't, you know. I guess so. You, if you case you unretire or whatever, five years since you last played, then you're first ballot eligible, and then you have twenty years, and then you get put into the senior like group, and they only take one of those a year, I think, or something I think like so, that. Yeah. So it's a, a big backlog, which is why we just saw um, what who was the receiver that got in?
1: The guy from the Cowboys, right? Was it Pearson?
0: No, 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 no. He was – He, yeah, no, that wasn't him. I, uh, now I'm drawing a blank of who it was. But they're just talking about if Sam Mills – I think it was Sam Mills gets pushed into that, the senior committee. There's so many linebackers in there yeah, that it was going to take in. forever for him to get. Oh, oh, oh. I there's I so many it. others waiting I that he you. was going to –
1: just I thought you meant that there were so many in the that are on that committee that they're no, going to no, no. like, no, that the there's so many in the pool of uh, right.
0: players that are eligible.
1: Well, you think about it, and and this is honestly one of those things that I hadn't really thought of until right now, but think about it. Like for a long time, I, I believe there were a lot of teams that played with, well, three linebackers, some played with two for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, think about like, the timing when you, know, you go back 20 years, a lot of teams started going to th- four linebackers, and that became a dominant-style defense for a long time, yeah, early long 2000s. There. So, like, you honestly, in a matter of uh, a generation of football players, you doubled the amount of linebackers that were on each team, essentially. I, I know it's not that simple. It's not that cut dry. Yeah. Not every team played three, four. But, like, you know, I just think about some of those teams and some of the really good teams, which – corresponds with, you know, like I think about the Patriots, how often were they running three, four guys, you know, back in those two thousands teams and well, you got four guys back there and winning multiple Super Bowls and, you know, well, um, one of the, in Chinese was
0: Richard Seymour, right? Right. Part of the, part of the Patriots in the two thousands. So yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, I, I, you know, thinking about it, we had talked about, we had even looked into, what was happening in the, you know, the Canton met, the metro area around Canton and Ohio? What could we do that weekend if we got to go out this year? And we looked it up and the Cleveland Guardians were at home against the Houston Astros so we could go. The I had first my, year I had under my, the new name, playing a team that the, everyone all hates. All the like
1: trash can paraphernalia from my Amazon like you know uh, wish list thing. So
0: well, it was just like, hey, how cool would it be to go to the game Thursday night, watch the the whatever uh, kickoff game is, go to the Cleveland baseball game on Friday, and then see the enshrinement on Saturday. Yeah, you would get to see Joe, yeah, um, who you have probably haven't seen in a few years. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen him in a few years. So I think we was.
0: had this the whole thing planned, and then the committee just... Might be his wedding. Messed it, it up. I may not wow. seen him since his wedding. Well, I mean, to be honest, it, it it probably is better for the sandwich shop that I'm not going because, well, I was hoping that my dad was going to go out with us. But my sister's already on vacation that week. So if I was also leaving, that would have been a mess. So it's better that that's How not happening. How would
1: you have been if your sister went to Canton to watch? <laughs> <laughs> enjoyment. Just sending no. you pictures.
0: Um, but speaking of the sandwich shop, so I don't uh, shove this right. at the end. No, absolutely. Um, just I want to um, thank, because I know some of the people watch or listen this live. Um, just want to thank everyone that came out to support uh, May sandwich shop at our seventy fifth anniversary celebration event yesterday uh, we had a huge overwhelming response um, It helps when you 're selling sandwiches for seventy five cents to get people excited yeah, that 's a draw um, but we ended up selling nearly fifteen hundred sandwiches, which was um, a few hundred more than we had planned we We went through all of our stock for rolls tomorrow, so my dad 's got to run in first thing tomorrow to get more rolls. Um, from ATV bakery
1: uh, right when, when when we were discussing the the rundown of the day you send it and I'm like awesome question <laughs> I'm like it is like <laughs> yeah, the, well, the event a, went awesome yeah. but I'm just like oh gosh like
0: well, know, yeah. because Kelly'll text me throughout the day like how's your day going I'm just like we're super busy she's like Good <laughs> like that's good, right, I'm like, yeah, it's good to be busy, but like if there's other work that has to be done, you know it's right, it's tough when right. you're focused just on that aspect of the business,
1: but uh, yeah, but yeah, it was I'm telling you, my son told me. Best sandwich, <laughs> best sandwich, and he and he also got a Wilson football shirt. From he the did. Weekend. He got
0: from the front. Doug knows football. I think right? that's yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he did. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good time. Saw a lot of familiar faces, a uh, few people that have been on this show. Obviously, um, my entire, literally, my entire family or extended family and the incredibly close friends of the family all there to help out and volunteer their time and uh, appreciate that. And uh, you know, long time supporter my uncle rich who you know he celebrated a birthday and is very much tied to the creation of the the sandwich shop uh which he likes to let everyone know about uh <laughs> that picture of him they came in the in, office was wasn't it wasn't that perfect. that was perfect, was perfect. yeah I, well, like corinne took the picture and like as soon as she showed it to me i was like i have a picture of pop-up in almost like the exact same spot which is in, which and is stands. great
1: because a few months ago you posted a picture of your dad wearing a hat yeah and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I love it. And I'm like, I'm not saying that, like, I like to give your dad a hard time. I'm not saying that to give him a hard time. Like, I love the hat. And I'm like, but it reminded me. Yeah. Not not that I was like, oh, he looks like that's not what I meant. I'm just like, it reminded me of when I'd walk in the shop and see your grandfather. It reminds you of a 90-year-old great-grandfather, right? That's what you're saying? Um, it, but- your words, not mine. Your
0: words, not mine. You can deal with that tomorrow. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> so, yeah, I, I I I don't even know that – um that uncle rich is able to listen live tonight because I saw was, his like fly he was in fly on, a, out. He was on a flight uh, back to, uh, back to his locale for the, uh, for the time being. So we appreciate, uh, I, I, I knock, I can't say every name because if I would forget someone, I would feel awful. So I'm just going to say thank you to the entire maze family, extended family, and um, our employees and the friend, friends and volunteers that helped out and everyone that made it possible. And, uh, Thank you to, um, you know, my parents and my sister um, for all, all of us getting everything together and um, making it work out. It so was awesome. It was uh, it was crazy. I know people were like, you do this like in five years, 10 years? I'm like, I think we're in like 25 years. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that we were going to do this every, you know, every time a, a relatively big anniversary came up. So we did it 10 years ago for 65. Right. And that was just kind of like I had only been back working full time. For my dad, Kryn wasn't even working full-time at at that time. She wasn't um, uh, there like she is now and has been now. It was pretty close to that, but, um, you know, we just were like, hey, let's do something fun. It's our 65th year, and I think it was my dad's idea. It was like we could sell the sandwiches for 65 cents,
1: like a throwback to what they cost. I'm I'm glad it was your dad's idea (laughs) (laughs) because if it was your idea, you probably still wouldn't have heard the end of it. (laughs)
0: And it was, you know it was a crazy day that day, um, but we've just done so many different things over the last ten years that we figured this would be a little crazier. And then WFMZ did their their yeah. thing three yeah. weeks ago, and oh, we got a huge response from that. And yeah, we um, it was crazy. It was fun. It was right. great to see everyone. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to make wanted to mention that. So
1: yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. And um, here's to
0: another 75. Yeah, hey, here we go, another 75 years. He said, "25 years from now, you'll still see some familiar faces. Um, the generation above us might be in wheelchairs, and we might be pushing them up the uh, the side ramps. And I don't know how much sandwich making they can do. Um, but in that point in time, maybe members of this fourth gen that uh, is is coming up and runs the gamut of I think three or four up to uh, almost 16 now." Uh, you know. That's crazy. Like that, It could be their time to shine or there getting to that point. So we'll see. But yeah, it was, it was a good time. So thank you to everyone that came out and thank you to everyone that uh, made the day special. Uh, last thing to mention before we finally get to the main topic with five minutes left in the show <laughs> is uh, uh, Penn State Dance Marathon yes. back in person yes. in the Bryce Jordan Center today. Uh, we, we've been reminiscing recently because it's 15 years since uh, mine and Kelly's senior year when I was a rules and regulations captain. It was the first event at the Bryce Jordan Center. Um, And Kelly just talked about today, 16 years ago now is when she danced in Thon, And she danced in the last one at Rec Hall that was 48 hours long. That's cool. And I was a captain in the first one at the BJC. That was forty six hours long, so we we were in that like hybrid like transition phase. You know which one Adam did? It was the one before Kelly. He was 05. Okay, okay. yeah. So um, a lot of fond memories, and we talk about it every year. I, like
1: I can't wrap my head around that. Like staying up that long. Like I can't. I feel like I feel like college me would have been like yeah I can do it. I I feel we had this conversation about the Olympics. Like, Oh, I could do that. No, I can't. No, yeah. I can't. Like, I don't, I don't know that I could do it. And now I almost feel like I know I could, I know that won't be happening. Um, No.
0: Kelly talks every, every year that Thon comes up in conversation around this time, or even if it's just at some other point too, then you mentioned it. Kelly's like, I can't believe that like I did that. And she talks about how hard it was at, at times. Because it's insane how difficult uh, it right. is to think about that. You're not sleeping or sitting. Right.
1: Not sleeping for, for two for, days. Right for two days is is crazy.
0: And really, it's and I would than assume that.
1: that you're waking up like as it starts, which you're not.
0: That's what I mean. Like, right? Like they can say, "Oh, make sure you, you know, talk to your 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 professors, like see if you can like sleep." No one's doing that. So you're essentially getting up probably between anywhere from seven to ten a.m. On the Friday, and you're not going to sleep until Friday
1: or well, Sunday. Well, I mean, K-
0: Kelly's ended at seven p.m. The forty-eight hour and at seven p.m. So until you got home and could go to sleep, you know, you probably want my might have wanted the shower, Showering. although it you might have been too exhausted. Might have
1: needed to eat. But so you're you don't essentially
0: know. you're up from just to make it easy math wise eight a.m. Friday to eight p.m. Sunday. Yeah,
1: you're really talking like almost like sixty-four
0: hours. Yeah, like it's a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. and – Kelly 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 did it so uh she will uh that'll always be something that she remembers yeah, I, that's incredible I was given the opportunity to put my name into the hat to do it with the club that I was in but I was always much more interested in the logistics and the organization part and I just I don't think that I could have done it I, I right. and I didn't if I didn't think I could make it I didn't want to try because I didn't want to be someone that couldn't couldn't right. get right I through don't want it. to take I, this I or I didn't remember. want to be a medical emergency you know I didn't want to be that so oh, let let oh. me work behind the I scenes I fully
1: understand the thoughts behind that Yeah like um this is just semi related I saw um a friend of ours and who was also one of the advisors for Wilson's Minithon he got to go up this year um the the two co-advisors got to go up as part of That's awesome Like the Minithon like appreciation Part of the program, and um yeah, they got to be up there, and it's kind of just like an energy boost for them. Wilson's minithon is this coming weekend it's coming up, yeah. Um, so like it, yeah, it's really cool. um It is cool, like at high school, to see the kids. And what's cool is I get to see a bunch of them then that go. There's a lot of kids that go to Penn State each year, and a number of them are then also become very involved in thon, and it's just cool to see. Um, one of my former students was a dancer this year. Um, I also coached her in water polo and stuff. So, like, it was cool to see her, like, get to do it. Um, Yeah, it's an incredible organization. Uh, Penn State doesn't make basketball college game day too often, but they cut into the live feed of um, Thon yesterday morning, um, which is cool. You know, and they said shout-out to Reese Davis. Like, he's got, you know. Yep. But –
0: it, it it's just well and that I'm sure a, Chris Fowler over the right, years has helped right. push that along. So right.
1: It's just it's such a cool it, it's such an important and awesome thing. And it's cool to see everyone like come together to promote it. You know, like you've seen different celebrities over the years. Well, like Nick Scott and his wife were there, like yeah. or his girlfriend. Super like, Bowl champion. Like, like that's incredible. Uh Pat Fryermuth was there, or you know, like it, see these guys come back, I saw, like, there was an article, like, uh, Nick Singleton and some of the early enrollees made their appearance at the pep rally portion, you know, or maybe not the pep rally, but, like, the part where the football team and, like, a bunch of the host organizations, you know, kind of like that take some of the kids around and show them some of the stuff. Like, we're all there. Like, it's just such a cool thing, and so much of the university comes together to make it what it is. It's it's awesome. So this
0: year's Thon was able to raise thirteen million dollars near actually closer to fourteen million dollars yeah. and they uh fundraised more than three million three million more this year than last year well and and think like canning doesn't exist canning doesn't exist that. anymore right which is crazy to think about because the amount of money that came in from canning was substantial and now that's completely right. gone so well right
1: I remember when that happened and i i understand there's a lot that goes into the decisions. You know, it's not just like, you know, just flipping decisions, but there's a lot that goes into those decisions. But I remember like people, like, all right, well, they're going to take a hit and it'll never be back where well, they set a record, you know, like, and, and that's awesome. You know, it's, and, yeah, it, that's
0: the thing. Uh, I just saw a post from, I posted this like seven or eight years ago and it was reflecting back on like, Oh, five, Oh, six, Oh seven. Like when I was a student and going to, to Thon and, um, i remember 05 it was in the 5 million range and here you know we're 17 years later and it's in 13 13 million um okay. and there was a tight there was exponential growth from i th- i want to say like 06 through like 2012 or something like that like it just the the magnitude that it took off was right. insane and to see it here and setting a new record is even better cuz it all you know it's all going to Penn State Hershey, uh, the Four Diamonds done at the Penn State Hershey Medical Center. So, Yeah, I um, yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to that because it uh, meant so much over the years and it's such an important cause and it's part of uh, Penn State, which uh, Justin and I never get tired of talking about. So if it that has one true. huge uh, good thing from uh, you're okay if I show this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so really the last thing here, I want to pull this up. Uh, before we really quickly talk about the Super Bowl, you know, the main topic of the show. I Here, made a Matthew Stafford reference <laughs>
1: earlier.
0: Here's the picture of uh, my dad with uh, Austin. Uh, he showed me with pride his uh, Joe Burrow, Bengals right. Super Bowl. Now, where yeah. did you get that? Is that a local buyer or did you get it online? Oh, we bought it you online. You got it online. We I didn't ordered know it, if, like, we ordered, like Sporting Goods had it or something so like that.
1: I, I checked, man. There's not a lot of... First of all, you can't get like Joe Burrow stuff anywhere. We ordered this literally like the kick goes through the uprights, and we're ordering it on NFL like, Shop. As he's running around screaming excited, and I'm like, I was disappointed the Chiefs lost, but like I was happy. Happy for him. I right? was happy for him. Yeah. Beca- and like I said, like he was in on the Bengals before, like be- like so. Right. That, this that wasn't a part, new right, thing. This is not like oh they're going to the Super Bowl. I like them. He liked them, and they happen to be terrible. He liked them because they're tigers, but like he's all in. He likes Joe Burrow, he likes Jamar Chase, all that stuff. So like, okay, but you're gonna you're in when the, you bought low, and now you get to like celebrate. All right, I, I'm okay with that. So we go on and we buy it, but like it doesn't even like you know it processes your order, but they have no idea.
0: Hello. So we had some technical difficulties. Actually, the computer crashed. Yes, the entire computer just abruptly crashed while Justin was talking about Austin and his Bengals fandom and whatnot. So we had actually continued recording for about another 10 or 15 minutes just to see if it would be saved, but it was not. So we do apologize that we really didn't do any conversation, at least uh, in the recorded version, about the Super Bowl. So just wanted to put this... As an end cap here, I'm sorry that uh, it dropped out for everyone, but uh, we will be back in two weeks, Sunday, March 6th, 2022, for episode 351. However, this coming week, Sunday, February 27th, will be the season 8 premiere of The Bulldog Hour. So again, we're sorry that the uh, last 10-15 minutes of episode 350 was lost when my computer crashed, but uh, yeah. Super Bowl was what it was. It was entertaining. It was interesting. It was fun, and uh, we're already on to the next next season, twenty twenty two. Justin and I are looking forward to that. We will be talking about that more in depth in our early predictions for the twenty twenty two season when we return on Sunday, March seventh. So again, sorry for uh, the technical difficulties and the dropout here at the end, but uh, we will be back again in just a few weeks.
1: That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Maze and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Maze Sandwich Shop. Woo-hoo! You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to the Maze Sandwich Shop inbox at JoemazeandjRAF at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and Jraf Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.